It's a season of transition. Will it be a rebuild or a reload? Let's talk about it. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Laga Vista ISD football show right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media. As the Vikings get ready for the 2023 season, and it's going to be a little different than it has been the last couple years as the Vikings only return three starters on offense, three starters on defense. Now, the weird thing about that is, is it's still a pretty big senior class. So, so that, that it's a weird transition because usually when you when you've got so few starters you're going to be like okay we're going to load up on sophomores and, and juniors and we're going to we're going to see what they do over the next couple of years and there's going to be some of those of course in the lineup uh, but for the Vikings they've got a lot of seniors and they might not have started but this is a senior class that has played a lot of football when you look at what they've done over the last few years. And Coach talks about it in the interview. But you're talking 10 wins in uh, 2022, 10 wins in 2021, 9 wins in 2020. Uh, you know, that's 29 wins uh, for a, a senior class that while they might not have started all those games as a group, they got a lot of playing time and there's a lot of talent on that roster. But this is still going to be a, a transition season. And, and this was the season uh, that I worried about when, when the realignment hit and, and you jumped up into 13-4A Division two. I figured last year, you know, the Vikings were going to be fine. And I think the Vikings are going to be fine this year as well. I don't know if I can say that the Vikings are a region threat at the moment. I felt last year going into the season they were a region threat. And, of course, they started off against Cameron Yo, and that game went the way it was. But then the rest of the season kind of unfolded kind of like I thought it would. Uh, and, you know, that Yo game, that was a weird game. A defense that turned out to be vastly underrated. Uh, struggled in that first game, and we'll have to see if that'll happen in this second in, in this game as well. It's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, Yo is a lot like Laga Vista in that they have some questions to answer, but they have a lot of that offensive core back that was really good. Now they are going to miss Trajan Wilcox and Amanda Reyes, but they've still got Braylon Drake back, and he's a really good quarterback. Last year, threw for thirty touchdowns, uh, had almost twenty uh, seven hundred yards passing. Uh, they've also got their running back, Kadarius Bradley, back. Last year, he had 1,000 yards and 14 touchdowns. I think he's going to have a bigger role this year. Uh, I think he was a little slowed by injuries. Uh, but I also think that they're going to need to make him a focus point of that uh, of that offense for this year for the Yeoman. You know, this is a team last year a lot of people had written off because of the district they were in. Uh, and lo and behold, they go 9-4 and four on the year. Uh, their only losses were to Conley, Belleville, both 4A teams. Belleville had a magical run, though they got upset in the second round of the playoffs, but they were unbeaten in the top three team for most of the year. Uh, then they lost to Franklin in district and then to Columbus in the third round of the playoffs after beating a good Yoakum team who they'd beat earlier in the year. So, you know, this Yeoman team surprised a lot of people last year. And it's weird to say that the Yo surprised people, especially with Rick Rhodes back, but in that district – I think they outperformed their expectations this year. It's going to be an interesting first game of the season. Of course, as always, we're going to be talking to the head coach of the Vikings, Coach Creighton Phillips, about that. Talk about the offseason. Talk about the heat. And I know, you know, a lot of old schoolers might be like, oh, to tough it out. But this is it's just different now. Even some of the old school schoolers that were saying that the last time we had that really bad uh, heat wave, I think it was 2011, 2010, somewhere in that area. Even there, it's saying like, yeah, this is just different. There's just something about this heat. And I think mainly it's because at night it's just not cooling off at all. Uh, I know right now in the studio as I record this intro, 
It's uh, Tuesday night, 7 p.m., and it's 102 degrees outside. It's just absolutely crazy. So we'll talk about the heat. We'll talk about Cameron. You know, we'll talk about the season. We'll talk about the district. We'll talk about it all. But first, we want to thank our sponsors. And that, of course, is for this episode, the Laga Vista Booster Club. They have exciting news as the Viking Sports Network is now powered by Huddle TV. Now, that's a new thing. So there's some important changes that we'd like to let you know about. You need to go and create an account at fan.huddle.com. That's www.fan.huddle.com. Search for Laga Vista Vikings. Now, there will be a fee per broadcast, $8 for a single broadcast, or get the monthly subscription, uh, subscription, I should say, $15, or you can do a yearly for $75. And Huddle TV will be the home of all Viking sports broadcasts. That's not just football. That's volleyball. That's basketball. That's baseball and softball. And your subscription will get all of those games. I was going to tell you right now, do the yearly if you can. Uh, I'm a real big believer in the annuals. I used to not be as I was younger. You know, uh, in my mind, it was more money going out. I'd spend less for less time. And then you realize you do that three or four months in a row uh, and, and you've already spent what you would have did if you did just bit the bullet for that one time. And, and Huddle TV, they're trying to be like NFHS and also Texan Live. And they're starting to get a lot of teams and a lot of broadcast over. So even if it's you, you're not just a Laga Vista fan, you want to watch others, Huddle TV is starting to get that. So uh, you can easily sign up. Again, that's fan.huddle.com. If you have any questions, uh, please email eric at eholt at lagavistaisd.net. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's the head coach of the Vikings, Coach Creighton Phillips, right here on the Laga Vista ISD football show on S2S Sports. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. The Abla Espanol. Terry Bennett back here on the Laga Vista Vikings football show. Now joined by the head coach of the Vikings, Coach Creighton Phillips. And Coach, first off, how was the offseason? How was the summer? And we had a fantastic offseason. Uh, kids really put in the work, um, got stronger, got faster, ran track, did all the things we asked them to do. And uh, summer was good. It was hot, just like it. <laughs> the summer is just extending on into the fall it looks like uh, but our kids are acclimated they they put the time in out there in the heat and uh, I think they're ready to play let's go ahead and talk about that heat because that was actually something I was going to bring up here in a little bit anyway uh, I know it's always hot in Texas but this has been one of the hotter mo- years I think since like 2011 or 2010 uh, 
that year we started to see a lot more uh, awareness of the heat, and we're seeing it more this year. What do y'all do as a program to, to combat the heat? We do a couple things. Uh, number one, we try to get as much in in the morning as we can. Yeah. Um, we have first period athletics, so we, we work out and set our, our main practice. The long practice is in the morning before school and into first period. And then after school is, you know, we're really not out on the turf for max an hour. Typically, it's scheduled for about 30 minutes. Um, that's when we use our weights and video time is after school when it gets really hot. Well, and you talk about the turf, and, and that is one of the few negatives about having a turf is, is how much it heats up. Game time, we're seeing a lot of schools and games being moved to 8 o'clock. Is that something you think is going to happen for the next few weeks? Because it doesn't look like this heat's going away anytime soon. Well, I don't – we haven't discussed that with the people that we play. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to try to tough it out best we can. We actually have the Hellas Ecotherm infill – and whereas it has not rained in two weeks to activate that, uh, I've actually drugged the field with a like a sprayer that you would spray fields with and just put some moisture down uh, on that turf and it's dropped at about 30 degrees. So it's been it's been pretty nice. Uh, we had to practice in the afternoons because of in service uh, last week and that made it a lot more tolerable. And it was still 107 degrees outside and it was still hot turf, but it wasn't as hot as it would have been without that. So. Uh, we'll do that before games uh, this Thursday coming up and probably next Friday if we don't get any rain between now and then. Well, let's let's speak about it. You know, with a team like you that you only return six starters, three on offense, three on defense. Uh, one of the positives about this heat is you're going to be rotating a lot of players. You have an interesting situation where you don't have a ton of re- returning starters, but you do have a heavy senior class. These guys have gotten a lot of football in, a lot of practices in, whether they were starting or not. When you've you know over the last three years won nine, ten, and ten games, so they might not have the game cred, but I mean they, they've got a lot of experience. Right. So if they're a senior this year, they've been a part of a four round deep, five round deep and four round deep respectively season. So they've gotten an extra, you know, uh, what's the math there? Uh, 20, uh, 13 games. Yes. In, right. So an extra 13 games in, it's an extra season, uh, worth of experience. And most of those guys, if they're seniors playing for us now, they probably got moved up as freshmen and at least were a part of it. So they do get some extra experience with their practice time. Uh, you know, some high quality practice as we, you know, pair the team down a little bit and they all get those reps and get that experience. So we feel like although they don't have game experience, uh, which is important and um, they're going to continue to grow, you know, as part of having a young, inexperienced team, you really look forward to the growth that happens. Well, we all should be getting better and better each week. We all know the names from last year, Helton, Calden, Staub. So who are some of the new names this year to look forward to? Well, we've got Garcia, quarterback, uh, coach's kid, you know, just been around his whole life, so he's pretty headsy. He's doing a good job there. Uh, we've kind of changed our, you know, how we attack people, I think, offensively um, to, to just to play to our strengths. I think we have a, a potentially maybe the best offensive line that I've had since I've been in Lago Vista. They're not there yet, but I think I think they're definitely going to be. We have, uh, we have some really good running backs. Um, Wyatt Herring, our leading returning rusher, uh, he's back for us. So, and I've got a couple of tailbacks that I think are going to be pretty exciting this year. 
All right, let's go into it. This week, you take on Cameron Yo. Uh, last year, it was a shootout, and, and I can remember talking to you just how, like, you were you saw a lot of pauses, but you were just kind of you were just kind of frustrated by the defense. And, and, and Yo, last year had a great offense. Uh, how much do you look back at last year's game when you're when you're starting week one? Uh, we have to, you know. I think we look back to see how they played us. Um, how they defended us, what was, you know, how did they attack our defense, you know, how did they play our offense. And so the scrimmages, you know, you don't always get the same defense to look at or the same offense to look at out of the teams that they scrimmage. And so you have to go back and look at that a little bit. Uh, certainly their personnel changed a little bit, our personnel and uh, our philosophies may move a little bit. Um, but you have to look at that. I think you have to consider it um, certainly to see who's back and, and how, you know, what, what they believe in when it comes to defending what you do. As a coach, with it being week one, I know some coaches, that they'll say things like, you know, we only install, install a certain amount of what we're going to do, and, you know, it might be 10% of the playbook, 20% of the playbook. For, for y'all, are you the same way? Do you kind of install things as you go weekly, or is that what you've been doing all this summer and, and you, you're full bore 100% in week one? Well, I definitely wouldn't call us full bore 100%. I think we are adding – each week, you know, something that we do is, you know, formations. You got to add formations and and verbiage. And so, as we build our players' vocabulary, it allows us to be more multiple, at least on the offensive side, um, as they learn the words and what they mean and what that what that tells them to do as far as lining up. We try to keep their rules the same, regardless of of where they're at on the field or what they're doing. Um, but those things, the offense grows that way. Defensively, I think it's you know the adjustments to. You know, a one-back set, a two-back set, a tight end set, a trip set, and then you make minor tweaks according to what the other team likes to do. And so, I don't, I wouldn't say either either side of the ball is a hundred percent of of what we're going to be. We're certainly going to be a uh, a building process throughout the season, and I'm, I'm hoping to really get us at that hundred percent level when district starts because district is going to be a booger. Yeah, let's let's finish with that. Give you give us a little bit in your mind a preview of thirteen four A. I know you know, of course, Navarro and Wimberley, but as great as y'all were last year, a lot of people forget how you know Gerald kind of came out of nowhere and had a nice little playoff run. This district isn't any easier year two. No, I, th- I think our district uh, showed themselves as the best in the region as we all rematched in round three. Uh, I mean, Gerald, our fourth place team you know, beat a first-place team in the first round and won a second-round game and rematched with Wimberley. We rematched with Navarro. So we were the only ones left standing come week three in the playoffs. I think it's going to be repeated the same uh, as far as strength in the district, right? Um, you've got quality teams that, that you're going to have to go in there and, and battle and, and be, you know, very effective in what, the, what you do. Um, you're not going to be able to coast through any games in our district. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. 
Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at l4frclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Terry Bennett back here on the Lago Vista ISD football show brought to you by the Lago Vista Booster Club. And I, as always, we want to thank the head coach, Creighton Phillips, for joining us as he does each and every week, and he will during the season. Um, and, and interesting thing, you know, this year, again, we talk about it. Uh, I, I've always said this. I've, I've always said that when it comes to, uh, you know, the first game of the year, you can't pay attention to the results. I mean, just look at last year. And, and yes, Cameron Yo turned out to be a really good 318, but the, 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 they don't score 71 points on Laga Vista if that game's played in any other week. You add the heat this year, and I think that matters even more. I think you're going to see a lot of depth wins, and depth's always important, but it, and it's always very important the first couple of weeks of this season, uh, but it, it especially is this, this year, especially because unless something breaks, it, it's basically going to be this way for a while. Uh, it's just going to be hot. It always seems hot. Me and Grant, you know, part of it's old man's, you know, disease. I'm 48 and I've been watching football and going to games and playing in the games, you know, since I was eight years old. And every year it's later and later into the season before I'm needing a jacket, if I do need a jacket. And to be honest with you, and, and I'm a hot natured person, so I will admit that. But still, uh, it, more and more it's later and later into the year and more and more it's maybe one or two weeks at the most. Uh, I can remember last year when we did our San Francisco, our San Francisco, our San Antonio uh, Thanksgiving trip. Uh, I, I needed a jacket for then. And, and I think there was one other game that year. I want to say it was down in Houston, oddly enough. So oddly enough, the two times I needed a jacket last year were down in the southern parts of Texas where it's not quite as cold. And up here in Dallas, where the studio is, uh, I never needed a jacket. And, and, and it's getting like that more and more. And so that means that the front part of the season, it's just hotter and hotter and hotter. Uh, and, it, and, and it matters as far as injuries and depths, but it also can be a plus because you're going to have to ro rotate kids uh, and you're going to have to get guys who you might normally in a normal, if the season started off and it was 85 degrees, you know, they might get four or five snaps. Well, now they might get 10 or 15 snaps because you're trying to rotate and you're trying to not have one, you know, one line or one player or, or one, you know, first team core, or second team core group getting over snapped too early in the season. Uh, so there are positives to it, but man, the heat, everybody be careful. And if you're in the stands, be careful. Um, I have seen more people fall out and have effects in the stands to heat than I do to the guys on the field. So please be careful if you're going to any games. Uh, you can uh, you can overheat in the stands, especially if you're all excited and you're yelling and screaming, please hydrate. And I mean with water or something like that. You can celebrate after with other hydrations. Or you could stay home and you could listen. I mean, you could watch Laga Vista on Huddle TV. Again, you can find them at fan.huddle.com. Search for Lago Vista Vikings. Uh, there is a fee per broadcast, $8 per game, $15 a month, $75 for the year. And that $75 will get you a, uh, a pass to be able to listen, watch all of Laga Vista sports. That's volleyball, basketball, football, baseball, and softball. You'll get all that with a subscription. Uh, and, again, if you have any questions, uh, reach out to Eric Holt, the broadcaster, eholt at lagavistaisd.net. By the way, he's going to be on next week. 
on this show and on the uh, Central Texas regional show that we're going to be doing for 4A through 2A. Uh, so be looking for that. Of course, I'll post it. And by the way, I, I know some of y'all only get this through Twitter or through friends, and so you don't really pay attention to the link. We are on a new network this year, S2S Sport, part of L4 Media. You can find these shows online at s2sport.com. You can also find them on every podcast platform, the exact same podcast podcast platforms that they were on last year. Uh, you can also find them on our Facebook page, Sideline to Sideline, or on our Twitter, at Grant and Terry. And speaking of, if you're wanting to know what's happening in foray across the state of Texas, just listen to us each and every week. As Grant Goodwin and I talk 4A, 3A, and now 2A each and every week of the football season, uh, on sideline to sideline, and we uh, are very, very excited for this uh, district and Laga Vista. I, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people expected Laga Vista to at least make the playoffs last year. I don't know if many people had them making the run they did, even though we did predict that exact spot where they got eliminated. We predicted that, and I predict that Laga Vista is going to make another nice run in the playoffs. Will it be a region final? I don't know, but I, I don't think the region necessarily got overly better i know sinton is there and a lot of people are high on sinton but sinton's been really inconsistent the last few years um I, I still think that this district is where the teams will eliminate each other like they did last year the question for laga vista is seeding 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 can they jump above the the you know uh the the, the two big ones in wimberley and navarro and, and mainly for me uh wimberley navarro is always going to be solid of course but wimberley i think's I think this is one of those years where, where they're back up there. You know, they were just there last year uh, going to the state championship game and losing to Carthage uh, 42 to nothing. But I, I think they're right back there. I think Cody Stover at quarterback, and I think that offense, I know they don't return a lot, and they lose Hanson Colley and Lane Patek. But, man, they, they've got some real good beasts in there with Caden Romo on the lines, with Ty Thames, Troy Hughley, Noah Birdsong, who might be the best wide receiver slash athlete in 4A. Uh, so it's going to be another tough run through 13-4A Division Two, but it's going to be a fun one. All right, that's going to do it for this week's show. If you're going to the game, please stay safe. Please stay, stay hydrated. Be safe on your way to and from the game. And the results, we'll talk about that next week. And also, we'll talk about week two, Little River Academy, already into week two, right here on Laga Vista ISD Football Show. Brought to you by the Laga Vista Boosters on the S2S Sports Network, part of L4 Media Company.